every week at the end of Shabbos, there are various times you see people waiting before they start doing malacha. Some people will wait to the times printed on the actual calendar. Some people will tell you they wait 50 minutes. Some people they wait 60 minutes. Some people they wait, they wait 72 minutes. Today I just want to go through a little bit to understand where all these numbers come from, where all these ideas come from, and how we have such a um, variety of opinions when exactly Shabbos ends. Before we go to the actual sources, just to give a little bit of basic introduction, when we transition from one day, one halachic day, into the next, there are three important points essentially along that, uh, in that transition. First of all, we have what we refer to as sunset. We have to figure exactly how halacha defines that. What was referred to as sunset, that usually marks the end of the halachic day. At that point, everything that you have to do that, that, that goes to the day before has to be completed at that point. You have to finish Davidi Mincha or anything else, or on Friday afternoon you have to stop doing Malacha. Anything else that goes by the previous day has to be completed at that point. Immediately following sunset, or we're going to define exactly what sunset is, but whatever sunset is, immediately following that, there's something called Bena Shmashas, which is twilight, which is in between days, essentially. We don't know whether it is attached to the previous day or attached to the coming day. Therefore, we give it the stringencies of both. We do not act like anything that it's like the previous day. We don't act like, the, like it's the coming day. We give it the stringencies of both. Twilight ends by referring to it when the stars come out, which is nightfall. Once nightfall begins, now we know it's for sure the um, next day, and that's every you can start doing all the mitzvahs that are attached to the next day. On Matzah Shabbos, you can start doing malacha, and you can you can say Kriyashma every night. Um, you can do matzah. It starts has to be after that point. All the various mitzvahs that go the next day start at that point. So we have three points on the on the on the calendar essentially on the day. Sunset. We have to define all the means from a halachic standpoint. But sunset, which ends marks the end of the day. Twilight, which is Bainish Mashas, is in between, and Sesach Chavim, which is the beginning of the next day. There's one more important thing to keep in mind, that's just for the calculation that we go through. The Gemara, when it uses the calculation, it uses the term of a mill. What is a mill? It means the amount of time it takes a person to walk a distance of a mill. It's approximately a kilometer, not exactly, but approximately a kilometer. There are different opinions on the price of exactly how long that is. For the simplicity's sake, for today's share, we're going to assume it means 18 minutes. That's the most commonly accepted. It's not, not everyone agrees to that, but it's the most commonly accepted number. We'll use that for simplicity's sake that a mill is 18 minutes. Okay. So the Gemara in Shabbos says, when is Bein Hashmashas? When is twilight? It says it starts Mishatishka Chama from when the sun goes down. And it lasts, it lasts three quarters of a mill. The Gemara says it starts when the sun goes down and lasts three quarters of a mill. Based on what we just said, that a mill the time, which, the time it takes a person to walk a mill is 18 minutes. Three quarters of that is 13 and a half minutes. What happens at the end of twilight? Nightfall. So the Gemara seems to be very straightforward. Sunset begins Banish Mashas. That lasts, then we Banish Mashas itself lasts 13 and a half minutes. After 13 and a half minutes, it is now night. Simple reading this Gemara. After 13 and a half minutes after sunset, the next day begins. However, there's another, another Gemara in Psachim. It seems to contradict this Gemara. And not only the two Gemaras contradicting each other, it's the same Amari and the Gemara, the same uh, Rabbi Yehuda in both Gemaras. And he says that the distance from Sanskrit until Seisachim, until the stars come out, is 4 mil. According to the calculation that of mil 18 minutes, that means 72 minutes. So one Gemara seems to say that from sunset through Banish Mashas, which is going to be, at the end of Bainish Mashas, come to Chavim, it's 13 and a half minutes. Mother Gemara of Yehuda says that from sunset until nightfall is 72 minutes. A straight up contradiction between two Gemaras. This is the big question, how you resolve these two Gemaras. So Rabbeinu Tam, Taisus brings down Rabbeinu Tam. Rabbeinu Tam says 
that when we say in the first Gemara that, that, that from the sundown till, no, let's start from the second Gemara. When the second Gemara says that from sundown until Sesachom is 72 minutes, sundown in that Gemara is referring to what we refer to, what we commonly refer to as sunset. But that is not a, that sunset has no halachic significance. That is not the sunset that begins being Hashmashas. It's just the astronomical fact that it's a good point of reference in time. So you try and tell us how one is Bein Hashmashas, one is Seis HaKhavim. Seis HaKhavim is 72 minutes after that point in time of the day. But not at that point in time of the day of Seis of Shkia of, 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 of sunset actually changes halachically anything in the day. And there's no significance to that time. And that does not begin Bein Hashmashas. It does not end anything. It's just a point of time of reference in the day. When is sunset? So let's work backwards. We know that Seis HaKhavim is 72 minutes after what we call astronomical sunset. So, and we know that Bein Hashmashas is 13 and a half minutes. So 72 minus 13 and a half will begin Bein Hashmashas. That will be starting at 58 and a half minutes. That is what he calls, that's, the, that's what he said the Gemara Shabbos is referring to, Mr. Tishka Chama, when the sun goes down, what happens then? He said, that's the completion of sunset. That's what he called the Sof Shkia, the end of Shkia, when the sun is completed setting. So the beginning, the first Gemara, what we refer to as astronomical sunset, when the sun goes below the horizon, is beginning of the Shkia. That is no halachic relevance, says Rabbi Natam. When does the day end? 58 and a half minutes later, when we call the end of sunset, the next 13 and a half minutes after that are twilight, banish mushes, followed by nightfall at 72 minutes. According to Rabbeinu Tam, you can drive your car for almost an hour after what we call Shkia on Friday night, because he says, when the sun goes below the horizon, that means nothing. That's the opinion of Rabbeinu Tam. The Vilna and the Gra had argued very strongly on this Rabbeinu Tam, a very long piece of grass usually is usually very very short. In this piece, he's very very long, goes through very, extremely long, goes at length, argues on Rabbeinu Tam, and he says, no, no, that's not pshat. At sunset is when the day ends. What we call astronomical sunset, when the sun goes below the horizon, that is when the day ends. That's what the Gemara and Shabbos says. Sun goes down, day ends. Thirteen and a half minutes later is nightfall. Those thirteen and a half minutes are banished mushes in between. What does the Gemara mean when it says that nightfall, that Seisachachavim is 72 minutes after sunset? Uh, you're just told it's 13 and a half minutes. What does it mean 72 minutes? That's referring just telling you how long it takes for all the stars to come out. But we don't need that to create the next day. The next day starts when three, three stars come out. When the Gemara says that it takes 72 minutes for the stars to come out, that means when the whole sky to be filled with stars. We don't need that to create, to create the next day. The next day really starts... 13 and a half minutes after sunset. According to the Gras, the day ends, of course, what we refer to as astronomical sunset, when the sun goes below the horizon. And 13 and a half minutes later, the next day already begins, according to the Gras, technically, we'll see exactly what the Gras means. He said, not literally, he said, take this. The day you'd be able to do Malacha 13 and a half minutes after um, sunset on Matei Shabbos. However, the Gras says, to go qualify this statement, and says, well, the Gemara, just astronomically, the facts, the scientific facts, the time it takes for the sun to, um, from the time it starts setting until it gets dark, changes on where you are in the world and where you are on the calendar season. The closer you are to the equator, the shorter of a, um, it takes for the time from the sun to go down until it gets dark. And the closer you are to the equinox in, in March and September, the shorter time it takes. If you go further north, it takes longer. And if you go to different, to go to summer or winter, it takes longer. So the Gemara he says that says it takes. 
13 and a half minutes takes three quarters of a mil, which is having 13 and a half minutes. That's referring to Eretz Yisrael, which is pretty close to the equator now, but it's closer to the equator than we are. Eretz Yisrael, during what he called, the equinox is what he calls Nisan and Tishrei, September and March. That's the only time of the year it takes 13 and a half minutes. The rest of the, everything else, if you're further north, you have to, it's going to take longer. And if you're at a different point in the calendar, it's going to take longer. So right now we have a big machlekes between Rabbi Tam and the Vilna Gon. Rabbi Tam says that the day ends at 58 and a half minutes after astronomical sunset. That's Skia. And Seisach Chavim is, is, is 13 and a half minutes after that, 72 minutes after astronomical sunset. The Vilna Gon says no. The day ends at astronomical sunset, Shkia. And the next day begins, at least in Eretz Yisrael, during, during September and March, begins 13 and a half minutes later. And the Venotam also based on where you are. So, so does not differentiate between that. It's a big question in the Pisgah, how to apply whether or not to say that in Venotam or not. Um, you see, yeah, but that's a big question in the Pisgah. Venotam doesn't, doesn't address, doesn't make that point. We've only gone those. Well, no, that's a different question. That's how, how long it was. Um, so, okay, now we have this massive machlekes between Rabbi Tam and Vilna Gon. So what do we do with this? So many, 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 many Rishonim actually went with Rabbi Tam. Um, the Shulchan Aruch goes with Rabbi Tam. The Ramah seems to not argue on that Shulchan Aruch. Also, seems to all go with Rabbi Tam. On the other hand, the Rambam seems to go like seems to have a similar opinion to the Vilna Gon. Um, as a, sometimes I'm sorry, Rashi also goes like that. And really, the Go'onim really predate the Rishonim. The whole list of Go'onim, from before the Rishonim, who all seem to follow the opinion of the Go. We have many, many Rishonim going, like Rabbi Tam. We have the Go'onim, who predate the Rishonim, all seemingly go like the Vonagon. So what do we do practically? So let's divide up. Really, this question is one question that has two ramifications. One Shkia, and one is Nightfall. Let's just divide up the two questions. Don't have either one question. Just case, let's deal with each of these separately. So when is when do we call shkia? When do we call sunset that the day ends? So as we said, the Shulchan Aruch says that it begins almost an hour after astronomical sunset. And for many years, many 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 generations, there was a split in Kali Yisrael. Some people followed Rabbeinu Tam, and they would do malacha for a significant amount of time after shkia on Friday night. And they would wait till much later on Mate Shabbos. Other people, start, nope, Friday afternoon, at sunset, all's done. There was a split in Klai Yisrael. Some places did like this, some places did like that, like many other things we have not like this in Klai Yisrael. Somewhere over the past 200 years, I'm not sure exactly historically when the trend started changing, but somewhere over the past 200 years, everyone started being stringent like, um, like the Vilna Gon, that it's the day ends at sunset for Shabbos at least. For Shabbos, there is no one left in the world. Even the Svarzim Revadia writes, again, you have to stop at sunset, even though the Shulchan Aruch says that it begins much later. Nope, we stop at sunset. The Chesidish communities, who used to, who used to, many of them used to follow the Rabbeinu Tam for, for when sunset is. Nope, today they, they, they all stay at sunset. You have to stop. Um, the last holdout on that was probably Satmer, when they came over after the war and they established the community in Williamsburg. They originally were doing Malacha after Shkia, because they followed Rabbeinu Tam in Europe. They followed. They had no problem following Rabbeinu Tam in America. Um, there was pushback in that. Exactly. Either Aaron Cutler or Moshe Feinstein, depending on which version of the story you have, um, convinced them that everyone else in the world is stopping at sunset. 
Yef Sabson said too, in 1954, they, they convened the big conference of Chassidish Rabbonim, and they came out with a cold curry. Okay, basically, we're doing like everyone else. They didn't say like that, but everything has to stop now at sunset, and th- th- I don't think there's any community in the world left that does not stop Malacha on Friday night at sunset, because it became accepted in entire Klai that we do like the Vilna Gon. Um, that's the accepted halacha. There's no room to argue on that. That was, that is what, that's what happens on Friday afternoon. It happens to be, if you see them, the well-known will dive in Mincha um, during the week, way past sunset. They say, okay, fine. So we took on we took on Vilna Gon for for Shabbos and maybe for Malacha Deraisa, but for, for Mincha, which is much more, which is the and it's much more question, you know, it's much more lenient. That's why they say because we the Shkonach says like they can follow Rebbeinu Tam. That's why the, that's why Chassidim are much more lenient when it comes to um, davening later in the day um, at times where we would daven Meir probably three times over. Um, at that point, they're still davening Mincha. Um, it's because they say the following, essentially following the opinion of Rebbein Tam for Mincha, not for Shabbos or other things, or other things the Raisa. For the things the Raisa, we always follow the Vilna Gon, and everything ends at sunset. Okay, that's all regarding when the day, when the end. When does the when does the next day begin? When does nightfall? When do we say say Sachachachim? So if you look, you should be one of two options. You should either follow the Vilna Gon, which would mean an HL be 13 and a half minutes, you know, during September and March. Maybe here it would be. 20 something minutes, exactly how, how late it would be, but it wouldn't be that late. Or you should follow Rabbeinu Time and go 72. But if you look around, no one's doing that. No one's going that early, and most people are not going that late. So where, where did this in between thing, where did that come from? Everyone's doing, many people are doing something in between. Either you have to follow one of the two opinions, you can't, can't make up your own opinion. Where did that come from that we're doing something in between? You know, like random compromise. Where did that come from? So Ramosha Feinstein has an approach as follows. Ramosha says, says we have these two opinions. We have Rabbeinu Tam and Rabbeinu Gon. First point he makes, no one can decide in between these two opinions. It's too big of a machlekes. For Ramosha, who, who was pretty fearless and did not mind deciding anything, um, says this is one machlekes we cannot be machria. No one can decide between these two opinions. And therefore he says we have to be stringent like both. And so he says that's why Friday afternoon everything stops at sunset because we have, we have to be stringent like that opinion. He says really? It should come out. We have to be stringent like Rabbeinu Tam. Also, that's it. Pick two big machlekes to the side. He said, "Well, as the Grub pointed out, the Vilna Gaon pointed out, it depends where you are on the globe." And he said, "So Rabbeinu says, well, in Europe, Rabbeinu came over from Europe, came over from the Luban, which is near Minsk, and he said that, well, in Europe, I know how dark it was at 72 minutes. I looked up in New York and I've checked it out a bunch of times, and he said that New York and New Jersey, that whole area." And I saw that at 50 minutes, it's way darker than it was in Luban at 72. So the grass says that it depends where on the, on the globe. So we know that it's not exactly the same amount of minutes everywhere. It just depends on a certain amount of darkness. And if in Europe at 72, um, it was even lighter than it is at 50 in America, then at 50 in America, you for sure can do malacha. That was the opinion of Rav Meisha Feinstein. Rav Meisha said that at 50, after 50 minutes after astronomical sunset in America, you can do malacha on Matzei Shabbos. That was the opinion of Rav Meisha Feinstein, and you find many people follow this opinion and say, 50. Why is he comparing to Luban? Oh, that is the big question. That is the huge question on Rav Meisha, the big difficulty with Rav Meisha. The Gemara said, said Dal Mill, said 72 minutes. Rabbi Tam was just saying, that's when the Gemara meant Seisach Chavman. Rabbi Tam, even though he happened to personally live in Europe, wasn't saying that in my place it's 72 minutes. He's saying the explanation of the Gemara is that's the end of the day. 
So if if for Moshe, if we're going to say that 72 minutes depends where we are on the globe, then come out Europe would be later than that. Europe is way north of 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 Israel, and we would be somewhere in between. But we would come out to more than 72 minutes, not less than 72 minutes. So there's a difficulty with Rav Meisha exactly how to understand him because you shouldn't be comparing it, Rav Katz pointed out, you should not be comparing it to to Europe, you should be comparing it to Israel, in which case it would come out more, not less. That's a question on Rav Meisha. I haven't seen anyone who offers an explanation for why Rav Meisha said this. Numerous people asked the question. Um, it's not clear what why why Rav Meisha went in that direction. It's similar to that you find that no, 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 no. It's, it's, see, it's the facts are. It's way darker. It's, it's everything you get closer to the equator, you get darker. Um, that's the question of Ramesha, but Ramesha was the final word on many things in America, and therefore many people follow Ramesha's sack of 50 minutes after um, after, after Shkia on Friday, on Matzah Shabbos. That's when they will do Malacha. Now, if you look, the the well, with the time we give on the calendar over here, on the short calendar, and the time you find on the beam over here, is not 50 minutes. It's another time, and it doesn't, it's not exact amount of time either after sunset. Depends on the time of year. If you look on the calendar over here, it says, Seisach Chavim, 8.5 degrees. Now, what does that mean? That's the time we use for the short calendar. Very important to understand where that comes from. That's the time that, that, that actually the shul prints. Where did that come from? So really, this comes from a concept of the Achron, the Minchas Kohen, his name was. He lived in Amsterdam in the 1600s. And he said, oh, let's look, the Gemara is referring to a time called Seis HaChachavim, when the stars come out, which we know means three stars. He says, so that what, that time, once I, three, th I see three stars in the sky, I now know that it is Seis HaChachavim. Forget about all the Chachavim and all the different times the Gemara gives. The Gemara also gives another time, when the stars come out. Once three stars come out, it is now night. He seemingly said that even if the time, you, you don't think the time has elapsed, that it would come out that you should technically, according to all the calculations made at the beginning of this year, passed, as in fact, these three stars in the sky, it's now night. And he seems to be ignoring all the other calculations that go on, 72 minutes, 13 and a half minutes. Once I see these three stars in the sky, that is enough to establish it as night. That was the opinion of the Minchas Kain. Um, now, just, uh, okay, well, let's first translate that into exactly what that means practically for us, and then we'll come back to the, the discussion of that opinion in general. So practically for us, how do we determine when three stars come out? We live in an area, urban areas with lots of light on the ground. You're never going to be able to tell how many stars are there. And we're not really, we don't really know what types, what size stars, how close they have to be together. It's not just three stars. They have to be close together. So all these things, it's not, we're not really um, so familiar with determining. However, um, there are those who are much better at that. Rebichil um, Michal Tikatinsky, who was one of the foremost experts in Zmanim, he lived in Yerushalayim in the first half of the 20th century, and he said in Yerushalayim, he said he looked up enough time, and he was able to determine that at 30 something minutes on the short, on the during the equinoxes, the shortest Spanish months of the year, he said there were three stars there. Now, scientifically, that means that there's a certain amount of darkness that creates those three that, that allowed you to see those three stars. That darkness happens if you look scientifically. If you look at what, how, how far is the sun below the horizon on the shortest day of the year in Yerushalayim, the shortest Spanish months of the year in Yerushalayim, it's 8.5 degrees below the horizon. It means anywhere in the world, at 8.5 degrees below the horizon, it will be the same dark as it was when Rabbi Michal Tikatinsky was saying, I could see three stars. 
based on that number of 8.5 degrees, we just translate that into wherever you are in the globe. But then the computer will tell you exactly how many minutes after sunset, depending on the where you are in the globe and what day of the calendar year. That's where the number that's on the calendars come from, 8.5 degrees. It's based on this idea that we're only looking at the stars. We don't care about the millennium anymore. We don't care how long it's elapsed since um, Shkia. It's just looking at the stars. How do we know how long, how, how, what's considered a star? That we're relying on Rev. Tikatinsky's calculations, or his expertise, saying that in Yerushalayim he saw it was at that point, and we know exactly how far the sun was below the horizon. And we just take that and extrapolate that to around the globe, around the calendar. That, that stem with Rabbeinu Tom ever? So we'll return to that point in a minute. Uh, one more point. Second, I think mixing up equinox, which is the winter solstice. No, 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 no. The equinox the, uh, is the equal day and night. Right, but what, what the, the, the facts are that when equinox happens, that's when the shortest amount of time elapses between sunset and nightfall. Well, any we'll discuss yeah, it after. That, 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 that's the, no, winter solstice is actually one of the longer times. Um, we'll, we'll discuss that. We'll discuss that after. Um, okay. <laughs> Now, now that was the Rav um, That's what he said, 8.5 degrees. Um, Rav Henkin, Rav Henkin had a little longer, just in the exactly when do we determine three stars? He was he lived in America, and he said in New York, he said he looked up, he said it was it varied. Of course, I said it varies on the calendar. He said it varied in between 45 minutes and 60 minutes after Shkia in New York, and he seemed to say, and once we know the most extreme time for that, 60 minutes, always keep 60 minutes. That was his opinion. He said you shouldn't have numbers bouncing around the calendar. Keep a set time. Um, and he said the most, the latest time is 60. Um, and therefore, he, he just assumed that it was harder to find the stars. Um, and therefore, he said 60 minutes. And, and that was his opinion that in, in America, one should keep 60 minutes after, after Shkia. Rav Kamenetsky is a very big proponent of that opinion following Rav Henkin. It's all based on the same idea. We're not looking at the dialed mill. We're not looking at the minutes. We're looking at the stars. It's a star, that's when the stars come out, or at least on the latest day, and therefore he said keep that the entire year. Now, the, the issue really is, right, Katz was pointing out before, but the issue really with this Minchas Cohen is that the Minchas Cohen himself tries to reconcile his stars with Rabbeinu Tam's 72 minutes. Minchas Cohen himself held over Rabbeinu Tam and said one really technically has to wait 72 minutes. And he tried to reconcile how is it I'm seeing stars earlier. Um, his scientific facts, practically, I'm not sure if, if the, they're, they're accepted anymore. The scientific facts he wanted to say, they're not necessarily accepted, and people, and, and to the contrary, they say that there is no, as Ray Katz points out, there is, the stars never match up with Rabbeinu Tam's 72 minutes. So it's not clear if the Minchas Cohen himself, had he known with our knowledge today, would have still said that. However, that idea, whether it's a Minchas Cohen or just an established Minog, coming from other Paiskim, that idea that we look at the stars, irrelevant of the minutes, was very, very, very widely accepted in Europe. Um, there's a safer I have over there, Devar Yom, who lists tens of Poitzkem who clearly, who seem to go with this approach. Um, Rav Shmuel Kamenetsky says, he says, that was a minute in Europe to look at the stars. And he said, it basically came out, he said, even though Minchus Kohn himself does not seem to add up with Rabbeinu Tam, he says that, that idea to look at the stars became accepted as a third opinion, essentially in this whole discussion. We had the, we had the Vilna Gon, we had Rabbeinu Tam, we have a third opinion that we look just at the stars, and he said that was what was accepted in Europe as well. And that's where that whole um, idea of coming from essentially the 8.5 degrees we have in the calendar, or of Hankins, 60 minutes. And if you look, Ramesh even though he said 50 minutes, very, it comes out very, very close to these numbers also. Um, if you go through, if you go through Michal Mechlitinsky to Katinsky's 8.5 degrees, the latest time it is in New York 
where Ramesha was, it was 51 minutes. So it's, it's come out exact. So, so even though Ramesha said we may have some questions, Ramesha could be people go to Ramesha also because that's also almost <coughs> the latest time for Rebekhil Mikkel time. That's also another reason why it could be that Ramesha became widely accepted um, in America as well. Essentially, just what comes out so far, we have, in terms of when Shabbos ends, we have, okay, there, we have, we have eight and a half degrees of Rechil Michal Tikotinsky, which is based on when the stars come out. Um, Rav Henkin had, or Rav Misha had a time 50 minutes based on it's the same dark as it was in Europe at 72. And Rav Henkin says 60 minutes, also based on when the stars come out and taking one number for the entire year. Now, there are people who come to the mini room um, after Meyer of Amate Shabbos, and you'll see many people sitting here, learning, waiting for 72 minutes. Why are we wait, Why are the people are waiting for 72 minutes um, after this? So even all the Paiskim who make these calculations, whether it's Rav Meisha, whether it's Rav Henkin, or um, Rav Shmuel Kamenetsky, currently says that, contemporarily, he says that they all say that even though we make all these calculations, that there's, um, that Seisa Chavim is really earlier, they say there seems to be some Achumra, different exactly terminology they use. Rav Meisha says, L'Chatchila, Rav Shmuel says the minag of B'nai Yeshivas is to wait the full 72 minutes like the simple reading of Rabbeinu Tam. They all say it's a chumrah, it's a stringency, it's not the, it's not the simple understand, the, the understanding of the sugya should come out much earlier. And most of them say that it's the basic halacha, that one may do malacha earlier. And the stringency, they say, some people wait for the 72 minutes because that, um, that is the time that Rabbeinu Tam said, that basically, the, the, basically reads in the Shulchan Aruch, the, the, the four mil to get to the full 72 minutes. Yeah.